0: Hey, hey, Sedano and LZ, you got 12 minutes till that money, till we say a name. Mm-hmm. And you ju- then you got 20 minutes if you hear your name. But you got 12 minutes to text the word mission to 40705 if you haven't registered yet. You only get one register. Uh, you can only register once, excuse me. So 40705, text the word mission, 40705. LZ Granderson, how the hell are you?
1: I'm really, really good. Just throwing one more warning out there, George. Make sure the listeners know, don't be calling in with no phone in your baby's name or in your mama's name. Mm-hmm. It needs to be in your name. We're checking. Yeah. We're yeah. checking.
0: Yeah. So at 4.30, we're going to reveal the name. So almost 11 minutes from now, which means you'll only have 11 more minutes to text 40705 with the word mission. Mission 40705 is the number. Uh, all right, LZ, let's start here. So- mm-hmm. We had Ramona on yesterday, and you and I, you know, we talk a, about a million things with her from an NBA perspective. And we spent like maybe like ninety seconds yesterday, just kind of in passing with her about the NBA All Star Game and why you would even go about having an NBA All Star Game in a pandemic and all the stuff that goes with that. So I, I it's fun. we speak so many things into existence on this show. It's pretty hilarious. So it's, last you know, night after... we in us. We do. We do have a lot of Lavar ball in us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, so last night, the Kings' De'Aaron Fox hits the podium and one of the reporters asks him, Hey, man, what do you make of the NBA doing the All-Star weekend slam dunk Three point contest, All Star Saturday, the rookie uh, versus sophomore game, and of course the game on Sunday. What do you make of the festivities? Here's what De'Aaron Fox said yesterday. Hey, De'Aaron, um, I, I don't know if you've uh, heard about the plans to possibly bring back the All Star game this weekend. Um, are, does that surprise you at all because of COVID 19 and all the conditions you guys are dealing with, traveling and everything? And uh, is that something that you've thought about personally for yourself
2: as your play has improved, your team's play has improved?
0: I mean, if I'm going to be brutally honest, uh, I think it's stupid. Um, you know, if we have to wear masks and do all this uh, for a regular game, then what's the point of bringing the All-Star game back? But obviously, um, you know, money makes the world go round, so it is what it is. But, um, I mean, I'm not really worried about it. If I'm voted, so be it. If I'm not, I don't I, I, Would you play it? You know, you get fined if you if you if you uh, I, I mean, if, if,
1: if you're
2: if you're supposed to be in it and you're not and you're not hurt and you decide not to play. That's that's a that's a hefty fine. So hell yeah, I would play in it. <laughs> Hope I'm fine for saying that shit.
0: Go. Oh, might want to dump the last part.
1: <laughs> I mean, it came from the heart.
0: It did, um, but LZ, I'm mm. not gonna go as far as he said. But what I would say is it's not a great idea. And this is the surprising part, okay? It's the NBA doing this, okay? Like, this is the league that went into the bubble, that took all those precautions, that was leading the charge, right, on how to handle the pandemic and play sports. Now, I get everybody is taking an inherent risk, and they understand that during their regular season for financial reasons. But are the financial reasons that
1: important for the All-Star game to have this thing happen? I didn't think it was a good idea. And as you were saying, a little surprised. No, actually a lot surprised that this is coming from the NBA, given how serious that they took it, given the fact they were the ones who really kicked off the global quarantine, to be quite honest with you. So I am surprised to see them make this decision. But at the same time, as my boy Chris Rock like to say, I understand. Right. <laughs> because they lost a lot of money. Before the pandemic,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because of Daryl Mori.
0: right? And, hey, Darren, and uh, happened... I, I don't know if
1: you go oh, ahead. Yeah, yeah Dan, or, I don't know if Dan time. was joining us back or anything. No, no, yeah, yeah, so, you're good. So, so starting with him and just all that cash they lost, you know, plus from a PR perspective, there was no win because if you defend your business dealings in China, then you're saying all this social justice work that you're dealing with in the United States gets a, a, a different look. Right? So it's a PR hit and a financial hit. So I could see them wanting to find as many ways as possible. One, to improve the PR. And the All Star weekend usually does that inherently. And then two, try to make some of that money back. So I understand. Yeah, no, no, I get that. We should have Barkley
0: on tomorrow. Um, I'm going to text him with you and me, like after the show, and see if he'll come on. I know he's in Atlanta tonight. So maybe it'll be tr- tough because he's got to travel back to. Arizona but I'm going to see if Charles will join us tomorrow because I literally want to say to him why are you making these players have an all-star game because this is all about Turner Sports okay (laughs) wanting an all-star game
1: and paying up for the all-star game all that stuff yeah yeah right listen it, it it feels that way it feels that way but again as I said man they lost a lot of money before the pandemic even rolled in But let let me ask you this. As a viewer,
0: right? Like, forget about just the finances and the inside, Mm -hmm. you know, baseball stuff here or inside basketball technically. But as a viewer, do you want to watch an all-star game with no fans? Do you want to watch a slam dunk contest or a three-point competition with no fans? Like, I'm sure they could make it similar to the bubble, right, where they do virtual fans or something like that. But do you want to
1: see that? I don't want to see a dunk contest with no fans. Right? I don't mind the game and I don't mind the – the three-point shooting contest, but it's something about the dunk that, when it's done properly, my friend, forces you to turn your neck, crank your neck around to make eye contact with somebody, uh-huh. and be like, "Damn!" Right. Yeah. And so not to have that factor in the stadium. Eh. Right. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the
0: thing. Like, I I don't feel like you can have the same effect even for the viewer, which, by the way, is 99.9% of the people that will be watching because there's – well, actually 100% this time around because there ain't going to be nobody there. I mean, unless you want courtside Karen and and her hubby there in Atlanta, you know, watching the game and watching all this stuff, all the festivities. I don't think they're going to be allowed in the arena. Um, And, by the way, Georgia is an open state. Like, Do we want, you know, another lemon-pepper-loo
1: situation? I mean – I don't mind them lemon-pepper wings. I ain't mad at it. So, I mean, if we can get them delivered, you know, we can work something out. Right, but, but think about but it. Do, but do, it you are like, are it? you going to tell these guys to just stay in their hotels? Because... Do, well, I
0: mean, he could. Be, be, it's but, a, but here's the thing, LC, delivery service. If you get COVID, if one of those guys gets COVID, we're not talking about, like, the bottom four or five guys on the roster. We're
1: talking about the best 24 players in the NBA. <laughs> that would affect the product. It seemed a little irresponsible to me. However, you know, um, the NBA, more so than any of the other leagues, have gone sort of above and beyond to try to protect players and employees and fans. And so I'm going to just trust that whatever they come up with for the All-Star Weekend will have the same sort of care. Mm. You know, it doesn't strike me that Adam Silver be the kind of leader who would be so thoughtful from the moment he stepped in and had to get rid of Donald Sterling all the way through the pandemic, but next month he decided to be like, oh, to hell with it. (laughs) 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 I have a hard time thinking he's that dude. So it's going to be thoughtful whatever he comes up with.
0: Okay. We'll open it up. 877-710-ESPN. Would you even want to see an All-Star game with no fans? Because an All-Star game is, in essence, a dunk contest, too, uh, in a lot of ways when they're playing. Um, Do you want to see that? Would you want to see All-Star Saturday? 877-710-ESPN. Should they do it, number one, and would you even want to see it with the current setup and the fact that nobody would be in the building? 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. All right. Also, coming up next... Actually, damn it, I shouldn't have done that because we have (laughs) the giveaway. But either way, we'll figure it out. We'll go through the calls quick because that person has 20 minutes. So we've got the name. The name is coming up at 430. We're going to give you the name. Text the word mission right now, 40705. You can get in on the next 15 giveaways. We have $360 to give away today, okay, because it rolled over from yesterday. The person did not call in the person from Fullerton, whose name escapes me at the moment. But we're giving it away in two minutes and 45 seconds. Get it locked and loaded. Sedano and LZ back in 245. must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details thank you chris today's name is antoinette garcia from los angeles antoinette garcia from la call us at 877-710-ESPN you got 20 minutes so at 450 it's over Eight seven 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 ten espn 877 3776 If Antoinette Garcia calls within 20 minutes, she wins $360 and qualifies for the grand prize of $1,800. If she does not call in within the 20 minutes, it rolls over to $540 tomorrow. That's a lot of money. Exactly. So Antoinette, call us. If you know Antoinette Garcia, call her to tell her to call us at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776.
1: Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. Visit SweetJames.com. Well, that was a struggle.
0: All right, cool. Uh, We got a lot of stuff we want to get into. I want to get into some of the Super Bowl stuff from this week because there's some silly stuff there. But let's grab a couple calls. People want to chime in on the All-Star Game discussion that we were having. If you were just tuning in, Darren Fox says having an All-Star Game would be stupid. LZ and I maybe not going as far as to name call, but I feel kind of similarly. Uh, Let's go to Daniel in L.A. Daniel, what's up?
2: Hey, what's going on? Good afternoon, y'all.
1: Hey. What's up, D? What's going on?
2: Yo, so um, I definitely think the All Star Game isn't the smartest idea putting the 24 stars in Atlanta of all places. But <laughs> Steph Curry shooting from three, is Steph Curry shooting from three, Steph Curry, Luca, LeBron throwing a lob, Giannis. It's it's a beautiful game. So would I watch it, of course I would watch it. But yeah, De'Aaron, not the smartest idea.
0: Okay, thank you, buddy. True. Appreciate it. Dude, uh,
1: well, I, for- I totally forgot about the Atlanta part. I was so in on lemon pepper wings and 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 and, and you know Magic City. I just forgot. Just Atlanta. Just Atlanta. Period. Just, just Atlanta. Period. Like that's a. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, George. Yeah. I, well, well, yeah. So what you thought when I mentioned lemon pepper wings? Like you thought I was just doing that gratuitously? But I was just I was just really just focusing on the wings <laughs> in Magic City. I wasn't really thinking about like. Like the city still. Yeah. Like I hadn't allowed my mind to get to Lennox Mall or Phipps Mall. I didn't even think about all the other spots. Right. You know, in midtown and yeah. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not ideal. I don't, I don't Not know, ideal.
0: <laughs> Not ideal. But you know why? Because <laughs> Turner Sports is there. Uh, That's why they're doing it. Um uh, All right, let's go to Deacon. Deacon, what's up? How's it going, guys? Big fan hey. of the show. Um I think uh, fans would definitely love to see an all-star game. Um, but like you said, Atlanta, Open City, probably not a good idea. But if anyone's going to come up with a good way to do it, and maybe a bubble format, it could be Adam Silver, best commissioner in
2: sports. Um, that's, just, that's just what I think. I think fans would love to see it. I think kids would love to you know watch their favorite players do crazy dunks, make a million
0: three-pointers in a row. I think it'd be great. But okay. It's got to be safe. Yeah, I mean they got it. Maybe. Thank you for the call. That is an interesting point that Deacon made, LZ. That, mm-hmm. and perhaps what you do is you get make guys get there early to quarantine, right? Right. And then you do kind of like a mini bubble, right? And and just kind of do it that way.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, the bubble bubble and all the bubbles really were able to be quarantined because they were in private property. Right. And now you just got them all in Atlanta. Right. <laughs> You know, you can't stop people from walking on the sidewalks, mm-hmm. right? Right by the hotel. You can't stop. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Right. So in Disney World, it was kind of the perfect place.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. So it's like, I don't know, dog. And they're so clever in Atlanta, too.
0: Yeah. Ooh, they clever. They are clever.
1: They, they, they get costumes and stuff. You think you open the door for room service.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and all of a sudden- <laughs> It's a different you get that kind that of room from? service. Where Bomb you get chicken, wow, wow. I thought you were the, I thought you were the, uh, the concierge. Yeah. Where you get that concierge kind of, uniform from?
0: I got some <laughs> suggestions for you, baby. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. They clever in Atlanta, man.
0: Woo-hoo. Hey, we're waiting for Antoinette Garcia from Los Angeles, from L.A. We called your name. You got to 450. you got 15 more minutes to win this $360. If not, it rolls over to 540 tomorrow. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. If you know Antoinette Garcia, tell her to call in. Uh, also, if you want to register, you can as well by texting the word MISSION to 40705 because we got 15 more weekdays of this, and you can win this money. We're going to give away $180 a day, but if somebody doesn't call in in the allotted time, we roll it over. Like we did today. We got 360 today and not 180, and hopefully Antoinette wins it. If not, somebody's winning 540 tomorrow. So keep it locked to us, of course, each and every day. Make sure you listen at 430 for your name. Let's go to Jason and Downey. Jason.
2: I don't want to sound like a hater, but I'm registered, and I'm getting married in June, so it's not a bad thing if Antoinette doesn't call. Look, man, having an, <laughs> an all-star game this year is awful idea. We were damn near at a point where we thought – the league was going to get paused with all these COVID cases and contractation And luckily we did kind of escape that, but you know, and then to just say, Oh, we're going to have, we're going to try and actually make this happen. Two things. As a Lakers fan, I thought maybe, okay, this is the year Braun and AD get a break. They won't have to go since, you know, there's no reason to have this all-star game. Right, right. And then two, basically, it's just not going to feel the same. If Drake can't be there, no,
0: they shouldn't have it at all. Have a good one boys. <laughs> if Drake can't go, you can't go. That's funny. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Man, it's just wild. So, Antoinette Garcia, call us. We got three hundred sixty dollars for you. You got fourteen minutes, fourteen and a half minutes. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. If not, somebody's winning five forty tomorrow. Maybe if they call in too. Man, we we tried to tell people you got to listen at four thirty for your name. It's not that hard. I mean, I don't
1: understand. Yeah, but but you know what though? But we had one person win it's not the old days. We had to stick by the radio the whole time. I mean, maybe, you know. Maybe Set an alarm pl- on your phone. I was going to th- say, maybe they just need a reminder. You know, when we were kids, all we had was like the boom box the whole right. time with us anyway. Yeah. Trying it's- to win Michael Jackson tickets.
0: Come on, Antoinette. Let's go, girl. Um, so, real quick, LZ. Yeah. It is Super Bowl week. It and is. And Clark Hunt. Weird. Yeah, it is. Clark Hunt is <laughs> the owner and CEO of the Chiefs. And he compared Patrick Mahomes to Michael Jordan.
1: Hmm. He said, <laughs> "He didn't say he looked like him, did he? No, 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 no. Okay. Ooh, I thought it was a different kind of story. No, I mean, no. D- yeah,
0: definitely different kind of story. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Uh, he said, quote, um, Patrick has had such a great career early on. I mean, more so than Michael Jordan had early in his career. It took Michael a few years before he won his first championship, and Patrick uh, won in year one, which isn't actually correct either. His first year as a starter, they went to the AFC championship game. Way to pay attention there, Mr. CEO. But uh, Mm -hmm. nonetheless, uh, have we jumped the shark on Jordan comparisons? Because here's the thing. Like, there are a lot of guys who have had great starts to their career, okay? But they're not considered the greatest ever. And I feel like that's what he's trying to do with Patrick Mahomes. If you want to compare him to the greatest ever, you know, particularly from a resume standpoint, why not compare him to the dude he's playing against?
1: Yeah, I, I I don't know where he was going with that, to be quite honest with you. Because to your point, like you're playing against arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. You are a quarterback. That's more of a direct comparison. But I think Clark is also acknowledging that Patrick Mahomes has a pop cultural cachet that Tom Brady certainly doesn't, but Michael Jordan did.
0: Fair. That's fair. Um but, you know, when you think when I think of, like, greatest starts to a career and you could consider them, an, you know, one of the greats, if not an all-time great or whatever, like, magic obviously comes to mind, right? Yeah. Like, I, I don't think there's yeah. any question. Um, but, I mean, the ultimate GOAT in that situation is Pelé, right? Like, he won his first World Cup at 18, Eighteen. years old.
1: Just showed up and said, oh, this is easy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and is the greatest soccer player of all time.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, there are some examples to, you know, from a lot of sports that you can turn to and just be like, oh, their start's like the best ever. You know, like we got a guy and and Cody Bellinger's who who start is phenomenal. Yeah, right.
0: (laughs) He's got MVP, an
1: LCS MVP, a World Series. But to me, it's year four yeah but to me it's about how you finish not how you
0: start right exactly. because Derek jeter won four out of five to start his career right. and it was nine years before he won another one you know so things can happen fast okay life comes at you quickly
1: yeah, there ain't I, no- I'm, I, I'm i'm just gonna assume he was factoring in all the things that made michael jordan jordan beyond just sure the on court That's because possible. otherwise i'm like going what you doing dog like yeah yeah <laughs> like, that doesn't even make any sense. Speaking- Tom Brady to Michael Jordan, sure. Have that conversation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But
1: Patrick's just getting started.
0: Speaking of what you're doing, dog, there's a lot of people saying that about this beef between Jared Dudley and Paul George. We'll get into some of that on the other side. Plus, Laura brought up a great serial discussion. Laura's not here today, but she text-chatted to us. Uh, this, by the way, this segment is brought to you by Super Week on ESPN LA, presented by Coors Light. Experience the first big game ad that only runs in your dreams. Check it out at Coors Big Game Dream. Dot com, Antoinette Garcia, girl, you got 10 more minutes. You better call in to win this $360. If not, someone tomorrow has a chance to win $540. Mm-hmm. Call us at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Yesterday was National Girls and Ladies in Sports Day. Come on. We gotta, we're got. we trying to hook you up. Let's go. All right. We'll get into Dudley versus PG. Uh, we'll t- <laughs> we got to get into this serial discussion. We're back. Yeah, yeah. Sedano hey. and LZ with you. Yes, sir. And Scott Capital will be joining us. A little triumvirate. Beginning on Monday. We've got six minutes to get Antoinette Garcia to call this radio station to give her $360. Girl, we are trying to give you money. Money. Call us money, at 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. If she does not call within the next six minutes, this prize will roll over again. So we had a winner the first day. We have did not get a winner yesterday, and she's got six minutes to make it happen today. If not, it's going to $540 tomorrow. Okay, and the grand prize from all the winners, the people who actually win, can win up to 18, can win $1,800 uh, out of the 18 people that win ultimately. But if you're trying to get cash right now yourself, if you want to get your your shot, like if she doesn't call in the next six minutes, that means it's 5:40 tomorrow, which means you need to text us. To register for tomorrow's contest and the way you do that is very simple you text the word mission to four zero seven zero five that's mission m-i-s-s-i-o-n to four zero seven zero five so the jared dudley paul george thing has escalated lz uh tyloo he uh he kind of dismissed jared dudley he said you know i don't want to curse on here he pulled the keyshawn basically you know how Key mm-hmm. likes to say that? Man, you almost made me cuss. Yeah, um yeah, he still says it. Still says yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so Ty Lu basically said, Who cares what people say? I don't care, and I hope Paul George doesn't either. And Paul George, for all the criticism, okay, mm-hmm. that he has received, you know, for complaining this, that, and the other, or that people allude to, he said he he very simply said this God bless Jared Dudley. That's he all did. he said about it. Do we Dad, have the audio?
2: Who book was it? Jared Dudley. He Basically said that like uh, the Lakers were motivated by this comment that you made
0: on media day, uh, but just about how you and Kawhi were going to be a tough duo to beat. God bless him.
1: Uh, God bless you, Jerick Dudley. Uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, dudes love throwing my name and stuff, but uh, God bless you, Jerick. I think he handled that well. I think he did too. Um, but, and I don't mean to throw shade. Uh-oh. I would not be surprised mm-hmm. if the question was presented to him again if he would say something different I wouldn't be surprised based upon his history of of you know not necessarily being consistent with a certain perspective on things I would not be surprised if the question were to come up again he may say something else <laughs>
0: You think he'd flip, is what you're saying.
1: He, he might be like, oh, man, you, you just don't know. Because we've seen him do it too many times. Right. We've seen him do it too many times. So it's like, I like the way he handled it. I hope he sincerely feels that way. Like, I'm not even going to even acknowledge that. I'm, I'm just going to keep it moving. God bless you, dog. Like, you know, whatever. Right. I, I hope he stays in that space. I do. Yeah, I do, too. For his sake, too. For like, his sake. I,
0: exactly. Yeah, just,
1: there's no need to just
0: expand on that. Like, just leave it here. You, Jared Dudley, we love Jared Dudley
1: around here, but if you're Paul George, you're like, I don't beef down, right? Right. I mean, that's... that's hopefully that's what he's thinking. Yeah. I, what I'm what I'm hoping doesn't happen is that he's hearing people going, oh, man, you gonna let Jared talk about it? You like that, man? He's blah, blah, blah. And next thing you know, he's got words. We have what Ty <laughs> said. Let's hear what Ty said about it
0: yesterday.
2: I know I probably can't cuss on here, so I won't cuss, but uh, who cares? Like... Just, just be who you are. Play your game. Who cares what people say
0: and what the outside people think? You know, we know how we feel about PG, our team, our organization, and I all that matters. He's having a great season, a great year. He's healthy. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, and he went on to also <laughs> to also say a book. Jared Dudley, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, though, dog. Yeah, Jared Dudley is the perfect person to write an NBA book mm-hmm. because he has. Arguably played with every single all-time great of this era.
0: 25 Hall of Famers.
1: <laughs> but I'll say this. That's who should be writing the book. That Jared, dude, do you know how long the book is? Oh, oh, please tell me. It's at least 300 pages. Oh, no, dog. No, no, no. no. It's no, not,
0: no. It's, Are you serious? You don't know?
1: No, I don't. Oh,
0: man. It's like 45 pages or something <laughs>
1: like that. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote a children's book. <laughs> oh man. He wrote a children's book, dog. Forty one. Forty one pages,
0: actually, I'm looking at it here. Forty one.
1: Half that's just him listing all the players he's played with. Mm. Where's the content? Yeah. He I mean, you know, ghostwriter is just supposed to be like, you know, like a euphemism. It doesn't mean you actually ghostwrite. You supposed less, to write.
0: It's less of a book, more like a more like a pamphlet.
1: <laughs> like an essay. You know what I mean? I will say this, and I didn't want to, like, bring it up because it's so in the in the weeds, you know, but, you know, having gone through the process, I was curious as to, dang, how'd you go from bubble to book published like that? Like, right. dang. Now you know. I was I was thinking, like, but, oh, he must have been writing something every single day because there was right. nothing else to do. And it was like being edited journal. at the same time and yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But I'll say this, if, if you know most people, Greg, I, I don't find you as a book reader, okay? I am a book reader. Okay, okay, I, I just Uh-oh. didn't peg you. No, as I'm just one. saying.
2: I, I didn't peg
0: I like you as the one. Way you piped But if up you knew, like that, If you knew it was 41 pages, you'd probably read it, right? I mean, I do a lot of bathroom reading and that's perfect.
2: 41 I mean, pages? What, what's going on with <laughs> your bowels? <laughs> you got to
0: sit there for 41 pages, man. Oh, I that's mean, a lot I, of I, pages
2: though. This, I mean, that's just a, that's what you do in the well, bathroom. Are you saying
0: multiple sittings I would hope
1: is right.
2: what you mean? Yeah, maybe,
0: depends
1: Good on the day. All right, get okay. yourself some
0: probiotics or something.
1: <laughs> something. Lots of cereal. Yeah. You know? yeah, that's just yeah, that just. Oh no! Tipping
0: right. Pippin' is tweeting, and he says Dudley's book has more pages than minutes he's played this season. He is right.
1: Wow, is that right. is true. That is yeah. true. Is that, right. is, that is true. I cannot believe. Are you? Are you? It's really forty-one pages. I swear pages? to God. Yes, <laughs> four, Depending on the outlet,
0: USA Today says forty-two. Uh, there's another outlet here that says 41, but nonetheless, 40-something pages.
1: This dude had us retweeting yeah. and liking these his, his, his posts on social media and all mm-hmm. that stuff, mm-hmm. and it's for 40 pages? Mm-hmm. That's not even a dissertation. That's not even a thesis. <laughs> That's not even a thesis. <laughs> it
0: is funny, though. It is. Fu- I think it makes the story better, to be honest with you. <laughs>
1: Go ahead, my dog. I mean, I've never written a book, my so dog. I can't be complaining. You know, Listen, I can't I, let know. me tell you something about the ratio he just pulled off. Yeah. Like, you know, I ghost wrote a book. It was more than three was, you know, more than three hundred some pages, it's getting close to four or whatever. And so the ratio to the words that I use to the pull quotes from that book is pretty bad. Right. It's pretty bad. He made one quote about Paul George. In a forty page book yeah. and he's got way more legs off of it. That's efficient. Efficient Ooh, yeah. marketing right there. Good for him. Good, Good for him. Good for him, dog. Good for him. Good for Brionis. Him.
0: Brionis, let yeah, me ask me. you this because it's it's time. Did did our girl Antoinette Garcia call in? No. Find out next. No. Okay. No, we don't we have to just, find we just found out. out. He just we told just us. Found out. okay. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't we we don't have to tease it, Greg. If she didn't call in, she didn't call in. We told people 4:50. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. I mean, nobody going to stick around just to see if she called in. If she called in, we'd put her on. You know what I'm saying? Like we'd say it. <laughs> I'm just saying we got imaging for it saying, did, did she call in?
1: All right, so play the damn imaging then. <laughs> she didn't call in. Play the imaging anyway. Play with these
2: And it is Sedano and LZ, the Mission 18. Cash giveaway on 710 ESPN. Cash to give away for 18 straight days. The 20 minutes are up for
1: Antoinette Garcia from Los Angeles. Let's see if they get that cash.
2: Take it
0: away, Sedano. She did not. She did not call in. So, unfortunately for her, fortunate for everyone else, it now rolls over. To four, excuse me, $540. So what you need to do is tomorrow, okay? You can be the name that could win $540. So you got to text right now to register the word mission to 40705. And listen tomorrow at 430 for a new name to be announced. And you got to call. Man, tell your homies to listen. So that way they got your back. Antoinette didn't have any homies listening. My man None. yesterday, what was the guy yesterday from Fullerton? Didn't have his homies listening. Zero. You got you to have your whole family, your friends, your whole social network. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to be listening
1: so that they get your back. Your main piece, your side piece, your wannabe piece, your head right. piece, all. Exactly. Of them. All the pieces. All the pieces.
0: So text right now the word mission to register for tomorrow. $540 at stake to 40705 Listen tomorrow at 4.30 for a new name to be announced.
1: All right, coming up next, we got... enough money for me to establish a burner account. I'm just going to be real with it for a minute. <laughs> yeah. All right, coming up next, we got what you need to know. Our buddy Ryan
0: Rosillo is going to stop by at the top of the hour as well. We'll talk uh, some NBA with him. We will also talk about uh, the Super Bowl with him. Sedano and LZ, back in two and a half minutes. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Don't forget, Antoinette Garcia did not call in in the 20 minutes (laughs) allotted. So tomorrow's giveaway has rolled over to $540. You still have time to enter. Text the word MISSION. You heard that right. MISSION. M-I-S-S-I-O-N. To the number 40705. And you may be the name. We call at 430-430. Every weekday, we're going to call a different name at 430. But tomorrow's prize is rolled over to $540. So you got to listen tomorrow at 430 for the new name to be announced. And then that person will have 20 minutes. And if that person don't call in, LZ, in the 20 minutes, we got $720 for Monday.
1: Then I'm definitely getting a burner phone. Okay, well, I'm just letting you know. What if they're sliding into, like, our Twitter account's DMs? Do those count?
0: No. Got to call. Right, Uh, Greg? Yes, you have to call.
1: Okay, there you go. Okay.
0: All right. uh, speaking of which, Greg, what do we got today? All right, well, today, tonight, you can watch the Al Davis versus the NFL 30 for 30. It comes out tonight. So it kind of got me thinking, and we'll start with ULZ. Who is the sports owner that you'd most want to play for?
1: That I would love to play for? Yes. Ooh, man. Who's the owner I would like to play for? <laughs> Mine is easy. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. Who? <laughs> I want to play for the Lakers. I want to play for Jeannie. Jeannie's That was my one. answer. I would love to because you know what? She is so chill. I could see us, me balling out, and then afterwards we just have like some Cosmos and watch Sex in the City and braid each other's hair. It would be so <laughs>
2: much fun. It would
1: be oh, so much fun. fun. So, yeah, I think I want to play for Jeannie. i play for Lakers.
0: See, I I would say this because I've got this is a multi-pronged reason for me. I would go with Mark Cuban, and the reason I would go with Mark Cuban is because not only is he a good owner, like he treats his players great, and or people, you know, whatever, et cetera, et cetera, but my man can give me some business advice too. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like he knows how to he knows how to play that financial game. So I uh, I feel like you're playing three-dimensional chess there. You know, Mark can help you out with some advice on that end.
1: Oh, that is true. That that is true.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm just not quite sure if I can handle his ego all the time.
0: He's toned it down a lot over the years, I feel like. You know, he's not doing those press conferences on the Stairmaster he used to do, remember? That's true. That, that's
1: true. You Remember those <laughs> that's days? That, that's yeah. what he's done to the bar. It's like, yeah. oh, he's not on a Stairmaster doing press conference. Look, he's toned it down. <laughs> but
0: do you remember that? Like, I remember being <laughs> oh, at those man. a couple of times.
1: It was ridiculous. And then yeah. when he discovered steroids or testosterone or something, he started wearing all his clothes all tight and stuff. Remember mm-hmm. that period?
0: I do. I do remember that. Um, Briones, let me know when Rosillo's on the line and we could ask him this question. But Greg, go ahead. Give us one more. All right. So today is the anniversary of the Mookie Betts trade. And this was a huge, huge day for all Dodger fans. Obviously, you know that as well, LZ. But do you feel like we're going to be talking about this Mookie Betts trade in an anniversary for him for the next few years or how long? No. George. No?
1: (laughs) No. It's a big deal.
0: No. No, I I, I think it's, you know.
1: When did LeBron get here? You don't even remember. Two years. Two
0: years. (laughs) No, no, what date? (laughs) Oh, I don't know the date. You you. don't. So LZ's right. You ain't going to remember the anniversary. Uh, (laughs) Uh, You don't even remember when LeBron got here. What do you you remember about this movie? It was July 2nd, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. Pretty sure. Anyway. (laughs) Um, But I'm with LZ. Yeah, yeah, you're you're not remembering that. All right, that is What You Need to Know, brought to you by Morongo Play It Safe. Good times. You're listening to KSBN, Los Angeles. Uh, we are joined now by a friend of the program, our buddy Ryan Rossillo of The Ringer. Make sure you check out the Ryan Rossillo Show podcast. Uh, it is one of the highest-rated, most listened-to podcasts in the sports category, and keep that going. Subscribe to my man's podcast. Download it. Subscribe. Rate. Review. All that stuff. So, uh, Ryan, thank you for joining us. Before we get to you know the Super Bowl and the NBA, we just did two fun uh, little topics here. So we were talking about the Al Davis Thirty for Thirty, And uh, we asked, what sports owner would you want to play for most? Like, if you had your pick all across the sports landscape, no matter what sport, who's the guy you'd be like, ooh, I'd like to play for that guy?
1: Or Gale.
2: Probably Cuban. Seriously. Yeah, I went with Cuban. I mean, you know, yeah. I know that he has a house kind of near, you know, my, my neck of the woods, not exactly the same street. But, um, <laughs> but whatever Whatever you know about Cuban and, and just him being around, and ta- people, everyone loves him. Everybody loves him in Manhattan Beach, so he's a legend here. And he does stuff for people that you never even hear about. And so I would, uh, I would want to play for him and, and ask if I could stay at his house in the Strand.
0: <laughs> nice. Now, last one for you before, and then LZ can take over here for a little bit. Um, the Moogie Betts trade—you know, anniversaries today. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> awesome. Right. So let me, Babe Ruth aside, how bad is this
2: trade from the Boston perspective? <laughs> It's still so stupid. It, it doesn't make any... Now look, there's one caveat to this whole thing. Lou Maloney, who played for the Red Sox, is from Framingham, Mass, hit a home run in his first at-bat at Fenway Park. So, you know, lived out the legend of all of us that played ball our entire lives, rooting for the Red Sox. And he did it. And he has always contended, because he works for EI on Boston, that Mookie just didn't want to be in Boston. And people in Boston had a hard time believing that. But I think, ultimately, it was one of those deals where you go, wait, where are we, the Expos? Like, this is Boston. This doesn't happen. I mean, there used to be this inferiority complex that we used to all have with New York and everybody else. and we yeah, had managers he telling us they were a mid market team and all these things. So the fact that Mookie was gone and that the Red Sox of all teams weren't able to figure out a way to keep a guy who's arguably the second-best player in baseball and keep him in his prime, um, it's still one of those head scratches. And then they basically didn't pay anybody. They haven't paid anybody this year. And I really think ownership overstated like, or misunderstood their worth to the city because people still look at them as outsiders. And it's like, cool, it was 1918, you won us full World Series, but, yeah, that doesn't really count. Like, we don't care now because you let Buki bets go to another market. <laughs> and so right. it's going to be a tough one for them to live down, I think they really misjudged the, the backlash to it because of the rings.
1: Where do you rank this trade in terms of, like, all-time sort of – one-sided trades, if you will? Like, is it, like, on a historic level, or is it just, like, an irritant for, like, now?
2: Um, These baseball trades have been really weird, you know, because I think historically it's worse because of, you know, the one thing if you're playing for the Pirates or the Royals or something like that, you know, where you go, oh, you know, whatever. They gave you, you know, they, they kept him around, but they lost him once he was going to go somewhere else. Like, all these guys that went to the Yankees for years. But, you know, historically every time in the NBA we have one of these superstars move every six months. Like, you always lose that trade. I think the worst NBA one is probably the Vince Carter deal because Vince was openly like, yeah, I don't want to play in Toronto. And the people were like, you want to play in New Jersey instead of Toronto? <laughs> right, <That's> right. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: um, you know, and I had, I had somebody who asked him, like, hey, how do you feel?" He's like, oh, it's great to be in America again. You know, like, wait, but you're in Newark. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like goes, in a parking I lot. Yeah. <laughs> my, my limited play by play career, I did one game for the Celtics, which is a pretty incredible stat, but I have one NBA play by play game under my belt. Um, and I did it in Newark. And I was like, wow, man, this place. I think it was the old on Center. And Vince was thrilled. But I mean, remember, it was like Aaron Williams. I mean, they got, they got destroyed in that trade. Toronto didn't even get like a pretend piece of a guy that was like picked in the first round just a year ago where you talk yourself into thinking somebody's good. So and that's the one that always jumps out to me. I mean, it was just unbelievable to lose that kind of guy and he wanted nothing to do with the city. So, you know, it's, it's kind of one of the first of these these player empowerment moves that we don't even put maybe in the timeline.
1: That's true. That's true. I don't know What'd why guys didn't like I'm Toronto.
2: I'm, I'm just curious how he, how how down the road you guys got on the topic.
0: Um, no, we, it was just like a cool quick hitter thing. Like, we were talking about the anniversary and, like, this little, like, update segment we do. So, it just um, – we didn't even really discuss it very much. Greg just asked the question, our producer, which is, you know, how long will you remember this anniversary? And LZ says, not much longer. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, and it's true. Like, we asked him, when did LeBron sign with the Lakers? And he couldn't answer. So, you know, you forget these things all the time, you know?
2: Yeah, I think you guys are just so used to going, like, hey, who's available? Okay, we're the Dodgers. Right, the Yankees are going to get them. Yeah, and that's uh, right. True, incredible about this franchise. You know I, know, I know it's been frustrating, but I always look at like teams, like my judgment for failure. And, and son, you'll like this one. Like I was reading something the other day. and They were like, "Oh, that Miami thing with those four, those three guys was, was such a failure." I'm like, wait minute. <laughs> <year." laughs> like, they won two <laughs> World titles. they played in four finals. Like, I don't like. You know, yeah, it would've been cool to go four for four, and that's kind of how I've always felt about all this Dodgers, ink since i lived out here. you go, like, look, it's not like they're going 81 and 81, and they add to the payroll every time. They do anything you could ever want an ownership group to do, and they were right there knocking on the door, and it finally broke through. So, look, the anniversary will be remembered far longer in Boston than it will be in L.A., because you guys are just used to doing this every offseason.
1: We, we're so used to it. I forgot we actually picked up Manny Machado and then moved him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, a t- like, 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 <laughs> before, he, before he arrived, he was like, oh, my God, if we don't get Manny Machado, it's going to be terrible, blah, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. And then we let him leave because right. his hair was all messed up. Right. And I totally forgot he was a Dodger. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you forget. It's crazy. Um, Ryan, let me ask you this. We were talking about, uh, you know, the Lakers and, you know, there's the stuff out there about Anthony Davis. Like, he's called his own play out a little bit this year. He hasn't played as many games. His numbers, though, are down, like to like 2013, 2012 type levels. What do you attribute that to as you watch him?
2: First off, I love Anthony Davis, and I love this Lakers team as far as their prospects this year. I, I really, as far as who you, knowing who you are, um, I don't really think anybody's even close to them. So at this point, I feel like it'll be a surprise if they don't repeat. And I normally don't say something like that, but watching almost every night since the season started, what I've loved the most about them is they still, even though they shortened the rotation a little bit recently, they're still experimenting and trying different things and still winning a ton of games. And that's that should be horrifying. Like Schroeder's efficiency isn't that great, kuzman has been kinda off, but you know, every night I'll think like, Oh, I wonder what Frank's gonna do with this lineup and he tries different stuff. He's played big guys together when I think he would do that. He played Kuz in some closing moments, he's gone small with defensive lineup and I'm like this is amazing they're experimenting and they're still beating most teams they play and they know exactly who they are as they discover like new options that they have as a team so uh, I've I've thought for these first four weeks like that's the headline thing about the Lakers but I think it's an interesting transition to Anthony Davis that you know he's he's incredible I've defended him I love him but there are moments and I thought we saw in that Philly game where you can kind of go at him a little and I don't know if that's a personality-based thing. I wouldn't say he's, like, necessarily intimidated by anybody. But he's so good, guys, that I think he can almost float a little bit in the aggressiveness. And I don't know if you remember, remember that Memphis game before there was the stoppage, so things were still normal at the beginning of last year, and he took a million free throws. I think that was the beginning of, of last year. And I was like, oh, my God, he's, like, really fired up tonight. So he has it in him. He saw it in the playoffs. I mean, those two guys together are unstoppable. So... I wouldn't say it's a concern, but I, I think there are moments, and it probably has a little bit to do with his personality, more to do with how easy things can be for him, where he's just going to have some stretches where it's a little underwhelming and then you're like, man, he still had 25 and 12. Like That's kind of the level that I think he's at, is that we expect him to get huge, huge numbers because he's so incredible. He's hitting his prime. Um, you know, you guys are in it every day, but that's what I see from him. So it's not, a, it's not an alarming thing. I actually don't even think it's all that surprising because after you win in the oddity of the season, um, I've just I felt like there's moments there where he's still trying to figure out how he fits in with some of these lineups. And some nights where he's just he's not super into it.
1: yeah, you know it's so funny that so much of what you said, I think you know George and I have you know echoed a lot of those sentiments in the sense that he is so gifted and is able to score in so many different ways that he concedes things to your defense because at the end of the day it won't stop him anyway. He can still score. And there are moments in which I don't want him to concede anything. I want him to dominate. And so if they decide we're going to pack it in and when he spins in the baseline, we're going to run the double, you know, he'll be like, okay, whatever. I can just step back and hit this three. Now what? Which is awesome that he can do that. But every now and then, I do want to see him like going, oh, are you going to try and double me? Or well, let me just dunk on both of you.
2: Yeah, look, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I wish I saw it, but I, I always feel like in a weird way we – we watched these guys for a long time, and then it always kind of... and I'm, look, I'm guilty of this as anybody, but it'll always start to veer negative. Like I remember, I had like a night tweeting the other night. I'm like, man, you sent like four or five negative tweets in a row. Like they're all right, but like, <laughs> what the hell are you doing here, man? Enjoy it a little bit more, and you know, I'll start looking at David. Like, remember the Toronto, the uh, what was it? Was it the Toronto game towards the end of the bubble? Or something, and, you know, Nurse just throws a million defenses at teams. And they went with, like, this hard double on the catch for Davis. And Davis just passed out of every time. And he didn't have a very good game. But he was actually doing the right thing every single time. So here I am being like, oh, man, you know, you can't just let them take yourself out of this, some gimmick defense. But I spend, especially now, because this league is has never been, at least in modern history, I don't believe, We've never had more empty scores, empty stat guys in this league. I mean, it's not how many guys are putting up 20 a game. It's crazy how many guys are taking 20 shots, how many threes. The calls some of these guys are getting, I think, with some of the newer officials who I feel like just get tricked by a ton of this stuff. And so if those guys annoy me every night when it's like, oh, cool, you had 28, you took 24 shots, and you lost by 12 because you made the wrong defensive rotations. And I'm talking specifically of like a handful of perimeter guys who I just can't stand anymore. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, so wait, I'm going to get mad at Anthony Davis because he, like, isn't super aggressive and forces things. So I've decided, at least on my own, I can't get mad at one group and then also get mad at the Anthony Davis group, who's generally making the right plays and is still incredibly efficient and basically is as difficult as anyone to guard when he decides to do it. It's just... You know, look, he's going to have moments where it feels like he's getting pushed around a little bit. I think I hold my breath every time I think he falls like once every two weeks and comes <laughs> to flinting, and I'm like, oh, no, um, which is like auto with him. It's just going to happen all the time, and it's yeah. great that he gets up more often uh, than maybe when he was in New Orleans. So, again, none of this is wrong. I think it's fair to want more. I, I think we're in total agreement here, but I- I've kind of decided as I've watched this league so much that I go, I'm not going to start getting on the efficient guys that don't show it all the time when I'm more annoyed with the guys that are completely inefficient that are doing this fake hustle stat thing, which just leads to losing games.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, real quick, because we got about a minute here. Um, Two quick questions on the way out. Who is the biggest threat to the Lakers championship uh, chances? And it could be anybody, Eastern Conference, it could be West. Um, And what is your take on the Super Bowl before we let you go?
2: Yeah, look, it's the Clippers, but, you know, they don't love adversity. Uh, we saw in the Nets game, we saw in that Warriors game a couple weeks back, um, but I felt like there's way too negative of a hangover. Like, there's this negative momentum hangover around the Clippers that I felt like people were kind of over them a little too quickly because um, there's just not many front lines, and there's certainly no front line in the East. I mean, indeed maybe, but you need, like, two bigs. You need two bigs to deal with this team right now, and I feel like the teams have kind of missed out on that. As far as the Super Bowl, I don't think I'm going to pick against Mahomes for like 10 years. So, <laughs> put me down year three not bad. as picking Mahomes. And I'll, I'll just ride with that guy until I'm about 50-something.
0: Ryan Rossillo of The Ringer. Make sure you check out his podcast, The Ryan Russillo Show. Subscribe to it, rate it, review it. Uh, unsubscribe and subscribe again. Hook the man up. Keep right. climbing those charts. Uh, Ryan, thank you for the time, brother.
2: Stay healthy and stay safe. Thank you, sir. Yeah, anytime. You guys stay safe as well. Thank
0: you. All right, man, be good. There he is, Ryan Rossillo with us here. All right, quick break, LZ. Coming up next, uh, the All-Star voting is out. We'll tell you where AD and LeBron are and a surprise vote getter. We will get to that in a moment. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yo, thanks to Ryan Rossillo who joined us on the Morongo Celebrity Hotline. Uh mm-hmm. nobody called in for the money today, so it rolls over one more time. If you don't know what the hell we're talking about, we're giving away money each and every weekday at 430. We're announcing a name, and you gotta register so we you can potentially hear your name. And the way you do that is very simple. Text the word mission. M-I-S-S-I-O-N. M-I-S-S-I-O-N. Mission to four zero seven zero five. And you listen tomorrow at four thirty for a new name to be announced. When you hear your name, you got 20 minutes to call in. Tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your papa, tell your abuelita, abuelo, tio, tia, whoever to be listening. Because if we, you hear your name or somebody else hears your name, you got to be able to call us back within 20 minutes. Because if you don't, then it rolls over again to 720 on on Monday. So you want to win the 540. You know everyone else rooting against you probably, but. You know, try to win the 540. So that's tomorrow. So text the word mission to 40705, and we will announce a new name tomorrow at 430 each and every weekday. Tune in at 430 to hear a new name and see if that person wins the money. It's like the lottery, baby. If you ain't calling, nobody wins. We keep doubling up. So that's the deal. All right. Thanks to Ryan, as I mentioned earlier, by the way, a couple of things here. Lakers and Nuggets coming up after us, the pregame show with Spock and the jock. That's what Mike wants to call it. uh, Michael Uh, Thompson, uh, that is.
1: We're still working that out.
0: I think we need to workshop it, yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah. But the Lakers pregame with Sliwa and Michael is coming up at 5.30, so in about 10 minutes. And then uh, Michael and John will have the call between the Lakers and the Nuggets. A battle lz of MVP candidates. You know, we know LeBron is, is an MVP candidate. He is every year. But Nikola Jokic, this was a team that started off a little slow, right? You could see there was yep. a little bit of a hangover. The quick turnaround also affected them because maybe it wasn't 72 days like the Lakers, but it wasn't that much longer, right? It was like 84 days, which is well, still they, not a lot of time.
1: And they also had to expend more energy because they were down 3-1 multiple times.
0: Twice, right. <laughs> and But Nikola Jokic said, "I right, I'm putting him on my back. And I feel like this is what people have been waiting for from Nikola Jokic. We've heard so many things about, oh, he's an unbelievable talent, but can he carry a team? Well, at least to this point of the season, he has.
1: He absolutely has. And, you know, I think LeBron is the front runner for MVP. But Mm -hmm. I got Jokic number two. Me too. I got him right there. And so this game is huge for a lot of reasons because, one – if Jokic were to completely outshine LeBron in a victory, I think you'll see a lot more people make the switch in terms of their rhetoric about MVP favorites. But then also, if he goes off against this team, that means AD might have gotten abused. Right. And now I'm going from, you know, irritated that we've lost Dwight Howard to now concerned that we don't have enough bigs. Yeah. Yeah, This is an important game.
0: It is. We're going to see what the Lakers' front court is made of, for sure, in this particular game coming up tonight here on 710 ESPN. And this portion of the show, by the way, presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. There's also the All-Star voting is out, and no huge surprise, LZ, as LeBron James is the leading vote-getter. Not not a huge shock, although very close in second, Steph Curry in the Western Conference. And honestly, that shouldn't be a surprise, because... No, we've missed him. We have, and... The metrics prior to Steph's injury always showed us that the two most popular players by a mile were LeBron Mm -hmm. and Steph Curry. LeBron, for obvious reasons, and Steph, for obvious reasons, too. But I also think not only does the winning help Steph, LZ, but I Mm -hmm. think the relatability. Because we know 6'4 dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know very many 6'8 or 6'9 dudes who weigh 265 pounds,
1: you know? Exactly, exactly. He looks like a normal person. Right. <laughs> or an average person, even mm-hmm. though at six four, he's way above the American male average.
0: <laughs> yeah. So in the front court it's LeBron, Nikola Jokic, Kawhi, and Anthony Davis are your top four uh, okay. right now. So that that's the deal. And then after that, number five is Paul George, but a huge gap between Anthony Davis and Paul George. Zion is number six, Andrew Wiggins is seven. Andrew Wiggins. What who? Those Warrior fans must be voting a lot. Um <laughs> And then Christian Wood. You know what? I hope that Christian dude makes Wood the all-star balling. team. balling. Yeah. I hope he makes the all-star team. Like, He's even if they just pick balling. him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he is balling. You're right. Um, Brandon Ingram at number nine. Carmelo Anthony. The fans love Melo, man. <laughs> but Melo ain't well. deserve to be no no
1: all-star this year. No, or, no. or just keep going.
0: Yeah, and, so, it's and been then a while. the guards in the West, I mentioned Steph is number one. Uh, he's second behind LeBron in total voting. Luca's number two, no surprise there. Dame number three, Ja Morant is number four. He's balling. Yeah, yeah. He, Even after the can't. injury, he's, he's
1: going, you know. He, he, he's going. He, it's funny because we just assumed because Zion was hurt, that, you know, John ja Morant's end, you know, rookie of the year was just because Zion wasn't there. But this is right. year two, and John's like, no, nah, dog, I'm the better player.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> I love For it. For sure, yeah. Donovan Mitchell, number five. Devin Booker, number six. Chris Paul, number seven. CJ McCollum, eight. Shea Gilgis, Alexander, nine. And Klay Thompson, even though he hasn't played, the fans, <laughs> the Warrior fans are voting. They They are definitely doing that. They are definitely voting. And then in funny. the East, in the East, Kevin Durant is your leading vote getter. Uh, in the front court as well, him and Giannis, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler are your top five. Uh, Bam out of Bayou at six. Um, you know, Bam probably is going to make it again. Um, Jimmy, I don't know because you know he's had the COVID for well, so long. I mean, he just came out. back. Yeah, yeah, he just came back. So, But Bam is probably going to make it. Joel, Jason Tatum, Giannis, and Kevin for sure. I want to see Demata Sabonis, who's number seven. That kid is – let me tell you, he's got his daddy's footwork. There is no doubt about that.
1: Well, I mean, he's, he's a really skilled player. And not to throw shade at a certain MVP candidate, but he's, he's had some guys who've become all-stars since since the trade from Oklahoma City.
0: Yeah, yeah. Demarcus Sabonis.
1: You know, yeah, I'm speaking about Westbrook. Uh, right. I'm starting to wonder a little bit, Yeah. you know, were you not making them better? Because it's weird that they become all-stars as soon as they got you know, away from you.
0: Right. Julius Randle, former Laker, number eight, who's playing very well. Uh, Gordon Hayward, number nine. And then Jeremy Grant got paid and now number 10 in the front court right now. I mean, he's probably not making an all-star team,
1: though. He's he's not making an all-star team.
0: But number one in the guards, a surprise in the East, Bradley Beal. And you know what, LZ? Good for Bradley Beal, man. That dude has been balling for two years, scoring
1: more than anyone the last two seasons. I'm trying to figure out, though. Is it that the fans just remembered he exists? Right. Or are they voting because they feel bad for him in this situation because we keep showing those images of him shaking his head like, what the hell am I doing here? I, I think it's
0: that and he's balling, right? It's all those things. But he so, was balling
1: last year.
0: I know, I know. but he didn't And they were in. just
1: like, oh, nah, we ain't giving it to you. And it's like, what are you talking about? He's giving you 30 on, like, efficient shooting. Yeah, yeah.
0: Kyrie's number two, James Harden, three. Jalen Brown, four. Zach Levine, Five. Trey Young, 6, Colin Sexton, who's playing really well, the young man from Cleveland. I, I want to
1: see Zach in the All-Star game.
0: Yeah, me too. I think Zach will be a fun this All-Star. Uh, Derek Rose, 8. That's a surprise. Uh, 9, Russell Westbrook. 10, Ben Simmons. So that's what's going on in the All-Star uh, voting at the moment. That'll do it for us, LZ. We've got uh, Sliwa and Michael coming up with the pregame here in four minutes. And then John and Michael will have the call of Lakers and Nuggets. You and I will be back tomorrow for a full show uh, from 4 till 7. LZ, excellent work as always. You too, brother. Uh, Thanks to Greg and George. Great job as well. Thanks to Ryan Rosillo for joining us. Pre-game show, Lakers Nuggets, coming up next. See you.